I don't care anymore. You getting that, Danny? Oh, yeah, we're getting that. That'll sell tickets like nobody else. Ryan Middleton's vocal cords. Have you ever thought about like singing into these mics? Like these mics are so awesome. You can hear yourself so good. Have you ever thought about like you like seeing how good it makes you not uh, sound singing? No, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't need that from myself. I don't need that self-esteem crusher. What what have you noticed? Oh, there's another one coming down. What have, you, what have you noticed? I hope it comes down. That on I do when I'm on the mic that like you can't avoid me doing it. Like once I put this headphones on, what do I do? I don't think you did it today. Check, 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 check out my melody. There it is. Hey, I have a video on my phone when we were setting up the podcast of Ryan rapping into one of these mics during a mic test. So if check. you guys want to see that. I don't know. We need to make some kind of contest, and I'll release the footage. No, there's no contest no, that, no, that works. No, for. like buy ticket, buy front row tickets. To there's none left. <laughs> there's no okay. Buy second row, third row. Yes. Buy tickets to Bit B14, and I will personally DM you the there, video. There oh, are right. tickets left for this event. Like, uh, it's weird. Like the the casino shows they sell real late, right? So that's, yeah, the walk-ups last time were insane. Insane. Day of ticket sales were insane. Day before were insane. Yeah. Here's the problem. If you wait till then, last time we didn't have Kama Worthy on. We yeah. didn't have like a couple of the big names. Like this time, you could be out of luck. Yeah, and actually, a lot of the amateurs this time took more, selling more yeah. as well, a lot more. So yeah. the. The total consigned um, by fighters was more than doubled this time than it right. was last time. So, so on this particular card, it's reverse of last time. Like the online sales are lower, the ticket consigned sales are a lot higher, and that'll even out. So that leads us to believe if you sit around, we were very close to sold out last show. If you sit around and wait for tickets and wait till the last day. You could be out of luck. S-O-L, as they say. Hey, check it out. Ryan's chugging a bang. I got a little <laughs> chugging a bang. <laughs> Kiwi guava Celsius. Are you a Celsius or a bang person? I want to know. I want to know which energy drink reigns supreme, Celsius or bang. Let me see that. I've never really seen Celsius. It looks like a very... Uh, Girly drink? Because um, it's a slim can. You can say it. That's fine. I mean, it's not just the slim can. It's like pretty much looks like it caters to like little girls it hey it's delicious you don't you don't get locks like these not drinking celsius i'll tell you that let's try this one here there we go that one will probably show and both of these companies have sponsored mma fighters and have been in the mma space so i think it's it's valid i mean we need a like a local energy drink i know who is it is there a local energy drink i mean 247 energy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 247 speed. <laughs> 247 don't snort this or do. Honestly. Um, okay. L- listen, we're here. We are. It's fight week. Big couple time days. Fights. Uh, it's Tuesday. We got like five days. Yeah, but it feels like it's like tomorrow. It does feel like it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It does feel like it's tomorrow. Most of the time, tom- that creeps up on you. I think like it's. It's not creeping up on us. It feels like it's tomorrow, but then next thing you know, it'll be Friday, and we'll, we'll be sitting here saying, like, we were just saying we had, like, yeah. four days, and then now it's we have nothing. Now it's here. Yep. So 
we released a clip this morning. Go check our Facebook. Go check our Instagram. Um, Twitter? Did I post it on Twitter? I embedded it on a blog post on the site, 247fighting.com, where we talked all about the Braunberg 14 main event between Worthy and Josh Roller. So we don't need to rehash that fight. That clip's out there. Which other pro fighters, two more killer pro fights, which one are you more excited for? Well, I mean, considering there is one we've seen both fighters before and there's one we haven't seen both fighters before, I think I'm more excited for the Hawkins-Kaiser fight. I think that's a rematch that... Um, the, the crazy thing is there, it wasn't exactly like the rematch, like this is a fight that has to take place mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet the 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 side that fell short wanted it clamoring for that for that rematch like no that was not the way it was supposed to go there are reasons i'm not going to get into but i want that fight back and it's awesome to see like someone who um should i mean when you are on our side of things you see people avoiding certain fights avoiding Mm -hmm. certain fighters avoiding certain styles it's just the reality of the situation is you don't want to go against someone who is a bad matchup for you. End of story. I'm not saying this is a bad matchup for him, but it, the first go around did not end in his favor. Right. And he's like, listen, I got this. I got the, I can, I have the keys to this to solve this puzzle. And like, let's do this. Yeah. What's especially interesting is Kaiser's style is so wrestling and grappling heavy. I think I called it rappling the other day on accident, and I kind of like it. I'm going to roll with rappling. He's a rappler. He's a rappler for sure. So his rappling was so powerful in that fight. And like, it wasn't like Damone just got caught early and was like, I got more to give. It was like three solid rounds of domination and a third round submission that ended the fight. It'd be like if John Fitch at Throwback Thursday... John Fitch, when he fought GSP, and GSP just annihilated him for five rounds. If John Fitch was like, I want that one back. Like, why? Like, there was nothing left to prove. You didn't do anything well in that fight. Damone knows something that we don't. That's what this looks like to me. And that's awesome. That makes it highly intriguing. Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, we don't know inside information. Like, we don't know. But the fighters don't go into fights without injuries, without getting banged up, without like certain things they're favoring that no one knows about, but them. Right. And that, that could very well be the case. Like he could have had an injury that, you know, we didn't know about. And he's like, listen, I'm, I'm healthy now. Like I got, like I can easily beat this guy. I'm not easily, but right. I, I will say what we do know about that fight was that it was signed on like, week and a half two weeks notice for both guys it was a very late add to that card and if you remember because it was a title fight damone had trouble making weight and sure. i i'd say that played into it for sure like i think he just wasn't quite ready yeah honestly he, he, he didn't i mean i've seen him he's always win or lose he's always been a super game tough durable so opponent. explosive he didn't look quite like himself in that fight yeah yeah so it's a good one to run back you know kaiser's amateur career was amazing obviously he was our amateur welterweight champ went seven and one and again (laughs) that one if you talk to tom about it he basically couldn't train for a couple weeks leading up to that fight same deal wasn't 100 percent. but it's exactly what you said fighters are never 100 percent going into fights so this is going to be interesting at pro it is going to be interesting then the other the other pro fight which i think is the only reason I'm not as excited about it is because I haven't seen either one of these guys live right. in person. Like, 
And so I think after they fight for two for seven, like, yeah, it's easier to get fired get up hyped for guys. About them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, and once you know guys and, and mm-hmm. you kind of like, but, um, those Ortega and, um, Pereira, those two guys are two guys from great camps, great amateur careers. These are, this is a high level pro fight that, you know, I think these two guys are game. What, what was Ortega's, um, uh, amateur record. He was like a four and two and he's something like that. And yeah. And he's, he's, he's one, one and two now one as, and a two as a pro, yeah. but he fought Cody law at featherweight for one of them. Like that's a, he's never going to win that fight. Like yeah. he's a one twenty five or fighting a beast featherweight, not just sure. featherweight, but like a really studly one. Yeah, yeah. I just said Cody law was studly. What's up? Clip that tag him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have not gotten all the, well, it's just, dude, you gotta, you gotta get in on that mic. Whenever you start talking about studliness, oh, he's so studly. so studly, bro. No, but seriously, that was a tough. That was obviously the deck was stacked against Ortega in that fight. So one and two, but like you said, experienced kickboxing as well. Great amateur record. Great camp. So better, what, he's better than one and two. Or, is what or, I'm saying. Ortega, why does he take that fight just for the like opportunity? Like, yeah, I think the, he wants to get back in the win column. You know, when your record's upside down, you no. Gotta, I mean, I mean the Cody Law. Fight. Oh, the, it was in Bellator. Bellator. I, I get it, but like, like you know how guys will just it's fight two anybody. weight classes above. Yeah. It's you know not a guy you really want to. I don't know. I I think that that it looking at an opportunity going two weight classes above against a complete animal like it's probably. I don't know. I don't think Ortega's striking is very good, and I the. Total speculation. I would say Bellator opportunity against a big prospect like Cody Law, and you think you have a striking advantage, he probably thought, go in there, catch this guy, and just shock the world. Sure. So that's my guess. Yeah. And Pereira, now, like, this this fight is at flyweight. This is both of their natural weight classes. Pereira was number one ranked bantamweight and number one ranked flyweight on topology in both Ohio and Kentucky. We know Ohio's MMA scene is strong. Like being number one in Ohio is saying something. There's something about flyweights though. I'm, I'm always nervous about those guys, whether pro or amateur. I'm always nervous about them making weight. And I, I mean, maybe <laughs> I don't need to be. I just like when you're, when you weigh as much as I do, like <laughs> right. thinking that someone <laughs> right. can weigh in at 125 and, and be a, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, it that those always make me nervous. Like for, you know, weigh-ins and, the fight happening and all that. Good yeah, stuff. yeah. I will say, Pereira trains at Immortal Martial Arts Center in Columbus, and they have this Immortal Diet Optimization. They I literally that's have, a brand new program, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Con- congratulations! Way, way to like really it's become awesome. the become the leader. Like Matt right. Brown has a great thing going on. Him and Coleman and so smart. They're yeah. so smart. So Matt Brown and this guy Eddie Rovnak, who I actually just talked to on the phone last night. They launched his diet optimization and, and like talking to him was amazing. When you hear how much of a science they have it down to and they specifically focus on rehydration after weigh-ins. And he was telling me that like if you're 2% dehydrated or 2% overhydrated, it can have the same negative effect on your performance. So a lot of people think like, oh yeah, after like just rehydrate, rehydrate. But you can actually rehydrate too much to the point that it actually hurts you. So they got it down to a science. So so that people don't say to you, I am not impressed by your performance. Exactly. Exactly. Can't be overhydrated like Matt Hughes. Was he overhydrated? <laughs> I, just, I can't I imagine know. Matt Hughes ever being overhydrated. Yeah, I can't imagine ever Maybe Bud Light, saying anything Bush Light. negative about Matt Hughes. Just, just 
Watch yourself, bro. You Matt Hughes guy. Dude, he likes Matt Hughes. People I don't like, like Matt, Matt Hughes. Hughes. I'm just saying that dude was bad. <laughs> yeah, he was good. First Me. time. He was he was pretty well-rounded. I mean, he was wrestling heavy, but he he could mix it up. Frank ask Frank Trigg how how that how, how going up against Matt Hughes worked he was, out. For he was good first time. He was good first time. So I mean, anyway, back back to our regularly scheduled scope. programming. Pereira Ortega, banger, pro flyweight fight. They're Kaiser both, Hawkins, they're banger. both complete studs. <laughs> there, you got it. <laughs> Kama versus Roller in the main event. Dude, the amateur card. Amateur card. I wrote all about it on our website, 247fighting.com. Wrote about every single amateur fight on the card. Go read that. But give us a highlight, right? 247fighting.com. Listen, we got the stud wrestlers, the stud amateur wrestlers, the next wave of greatness. Now, listen, there's a lot of wrestlers that come through and. You know, it's a crapshoot. Will they continue down the MMA path? Like, some of them don't. Some of them, like, get a job and, mm-hmm. like, go do greater things in the business world. But I, I think these two young studs are, they're they're ready. And so we talk about, um, well, now, <laughs> which one? W- w- which one? Um, yeah. Lucas Siebert. Let's there talk about Lucas, you know, complete animal loves i mean he's really exciting and really lively and really uh into it and i think if 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 my information is correct i think he's like either living or moving or has moved to pittsburgh mm-hmm. and he's kind of dual training is it stout along with immortal um in columbus yep and is has he moved yet Do you know yeah he lives in cranberry okay so he's he's a cranberry guy so is he training up in the cran- at the cranberry stout? But on Saturdays they it's go actually to the not cranberry zili zili and opal yeah. yeah. But on Saturdays they have like MMA sparring at the strip district location, so they all kind of go there for Saturdays. So Saturdays he getting in day. that work. Yeah, big day at stout the Lawrence no strip, strip. district. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think he's super exciting. He's a like for ferocious competitor and he's taking a step up in competition big time tell us about that i mean i'll like siebert you guys know right after that fight impressed me probably more than anybody on that card you just don't see amateurs come in and look that comfortable that i mean yeah he won by tko that's that's great but it was more watching the fight like you know how they always talk about the eye test in football? Like, maybe his stats aren't great, but he passed the eye test. Like, Siebert passed the eye test like few other amateurs ever. He was calm. He was yeah. fluid. He was he moved well. He didn't rely strictly on one thing. He yep. was, like, well-rounded. He looked comfortable. He looked like he'd been there before. Yeah, I mean, the, the sky's the limit for him. He's already had a write-up on UFC.com. Like, there's a lot of hype around this kid. But, to be fair, he fought Andy Sudu, who is a flyweight. He's he, he was fighting up to, to yep. take this fight. He wanted the fight against Siebert, thought it was a good matchup for him, good opportunity for him. But he's clearly the smaller he, fighter. Clearly Looking smaller. at these two yeah. in the cage, there was yep. one that was significantly larger than yep. the other. And now Siebert's opponent Saturday at Brandenburg 14, Theodore Savit, trains with Orlando Ortega. Same Uh-oh. Gym. You know that's legit. So we've got teammate versus teammate tag team match going on. Pereira and Siebert, former teammates now, I guess. Immortal. 
I think Siebert's still like somewhat affiliated with Immortal. I'm not sure exactly what it's, the dynamic is. It seems is like there. yeah. I mean, they still love it. They're good terms, yeah, of course. But I, I he just think lives he in goes Pittsburgh. back there. Yeah, I think he still trains because Probably they're do. cornering him, aren't they? It's good. I don't know. They're definitely cornering Pereira. I mean, 100. percent Okay. Well, who, who <laughs> knows? Um, but yeah, they're, they're, either way, we've got some fun teammate stuff going on there. But Theodore Savit, Siebert's opponent, is bigger. He's fought at featherweight. He's also more experienced. He has four four amateur fights on his resume. Um, Tapology shows three. The MMA registry we use, the database shows four. So I'm saying he has four. Um, that's big. Like that experience is big, and he's literally physically larger. So it's a huge step up for Siebert. As good as he looked against Andy Sudu at Brandenburg 12, you don't expect him to just run through Savit like that. And if he does, then the hype train can... You know, yeah, and, and, and that happens, and it happens the other way. It's it's right. so hard to predict in MMA because Savit isn't there to like like roll over for anyone. He's he's planning on pounding on him, and I I just think that they're uh, they're both where they need to be in this bout. Like, yeah, and you mentioned it earlier. Like we see guys all the time turn down fights or they don't want a particular opponent. Siebert was a guy that we had trouble matching. Like we went through a lot of guys. D1 wrestler training at a great gym like Immortal now stout of course like that's a tough matchup for young amateurs Savit wanted it from the very first time we proposed it <laughs> like he never blinked about it he's like I don't care I yeah, yeah I'll I, fight that I understand who he is I want to fight him <laughs> so yeah that I'm says in this something. game I'm an amateur fighter for a reason like I want to take on tough competition guys I, I I I feel like I stress this but at the same time like if you're an amateur fighter and you are being super picky with like wanting certain mat, like get in there, get experience, yep. learn what you need to uh, challenge yourself and learn uh, in a loss, what you need to work on more in, in training. And yep. I, I mean, I'm not looking for guys. We're never looking for guys that are like way outmatched in about, but at the same time, like if you're about an even like, per, you know, win percentage like those are the bouts you should Good want as learning experiences yeah and that's a perfect segue because you talk about that kind of matchup and we have exactly that on the card with tony welsh versus james joint that's two studs clashing who know like i don't want to take a loss this early in my amateur career they're both one and oh but they both know that even whoever loses is still going to grow tremendously from this fight because it's a great stylistic tough matchup gotta watch out for those indio wrestlers i'll tell you what Danilo has he has these these kids that come to Indio Dojo and they have great wrestling pedigree and he turns them into grappling animals. Rappling. Rappling. And 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 that's that's really the case with, mm-hmm. with Tony Welsh. Um Tony Welsh is also getting uh additional work and 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 has works with Chris Williams and and he is becoming like he's looking to become very well rounded. He's taking this very seriously. Mm-hmm. And James Joint with Prodigy MMA, like those guys, this is a fight that he wanted last time. Yeah, right? it was supposed to happen at Braunlberg 12 and didn't for reasons. Hashtag reasons. <laughs> Hashtag nothing on that to be nothing on Welsh's or Joint's part. We'll say that. Yeah. Like it was circumstances outside of anybody's control. But joint, this is what I love about this fight. Scheduled to take it before. Now they're both debuts at the time. No, no footage on either guy. Maybe he could read about Tony Welsh's wrestling. 
But when you see Tony Welsh's wrestling and what he did at Braunberg 12, that could make somebody be like, maybe I don't want to fight him. <laughs> but James Joint said, now I extra want to fight him. Yeah, that's the. That, it's very intriguing to me yeah, now. Like right. I, I think I can solve that. Like that's the Rubik's cube yeah. that I want to play with. So, I think. Uh, it, that's the matchups we want here. That's we sick. want guys yeah. that want to go into tough fights and walk out a better man. Yeah. Regardless. That's it. And whoever, like like we said, whoever loses that fight is going to be a much better fighter. Whoever wins, obviously, hype train, engage, because they're going to be on their way. Those are future, you know, amateur champions if they continue mm-hmm. continue working and, and continue to go down the path to uh like try to become a pro. Um, and, and those are certainly guys that you look at, like, you know, if you jump in the future and look at three or four years, if they take this sport seriously, they could really make a dent in, uh, in the MMA scene. Absolutely. And while we're talking about Indio wrestlers, we might as well just keep the train going. Cause we got two more on this card too. It's, is it cold in here? It's, it is actually chilly. Uh, it's burr. <laughs> but it is. Burr. It actually is cold is the funny part. I'm like, it, it's nippy in here. Yeah. Well, I just said that. You just that. wanted to hype Ken Burrs. I see what you did there. Oh, I see what I did there. Yeah. Ryan is, if you guys aren't aware, probably the smartest and funniest person of all time. You're the worst. <laughs> Your sarcasm is just too much. I'm a dad, man. I got to stay... St- like at least I have you do like have polished I am dad a dad. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. And you give dad jokes, and you're not a dad. That's true. So you you that's you fair. Need to calm your all right nips. Yeah, it's kind of nippy. In here, but <laughs> Ken Burrs, ladies and gentlemen, Waynesburg University wrestler, standout D three wrestling standout, impossible to match. We couldn't imagine. Danilo would check in so many times. <laughs> what did you find somebody Ken? for Burrs? Yeah. It's like, and it's like. You don't want to give Danilo bad news, right? Like, he's so awesome that you always feel bad every time he asks. It's like, oh, man, I got to tell Danilo the bad news. It's like, no, we we didn't forget about him. We're trying. Still nobody. But Jason Molnix, ladies and gentlemen, I'll say, dude, Jason shared our post for that announcement yesterday. We noticed these things, Jason. We appreciate you. He shared it, and then, like, his family and friends went nuts sharing it. That thing was blowing up. That announced, People are hyped for Jason to make his MMA debut as well. A Japanese jiu-jitsu black belt. So we can talk about Ken Burrs' wrestling all day, but thing is, <laughs> whenever Burrs takes Jason to the ground, that might not be what he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? You get that jiu-jitsu black belt on the mat, maybe not the move, but to be fair, Burrs is a very physically powerful guy, very stocky, very muscular he just grappled um, Roman Flannery at Fight to Win and won that match. And we all know how beastly Roman is as well. Super lanky, super different build than Ken Burns. And Burns' wrestling control was just overpowering. So that's what he's hoping he can bring to MMA in this bout. And we're about to find out. I mean, an MMA debut is always special. But when you've got debut versus debut and they're both awesome like these two, that makes it even better. Let's get that selfie. Get going, that selfie. I'm, I'm trying Ryan to get a Middleton. selfie of broadcast selfie. selfie. Broadcast selfie. I think <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that, your face <laughs> is awesome. You, dude, yours too. Don't don't let yourself off the oh, hook. You're you're way better than okay, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I'm just I boring. I am. So we've got Ken Burrs and Jason Maltics. 
That's a killer middleweight debut versus debut. I'm going to talk about that last Indio wrestler who also happens to be a shop dog. Shout out hashtag shop dogs and them shop boys in Somerset County. Clayton Hootley. I love a guy who wants to be called by his nickname, and he wanted Hootley on his poster. Clayton, Big fan of that. Who's Clayton Bigsby? That's Dave Chappelle's, Dave Chappelle's <laughs> character. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, knew, I knew it. Was oh, that's classic. Run, run the tape. Clayton <laughs> Hootley. Hootley. His nickname is just Hootley. Hootley. That's an app. That's yeah. definitely an app. Like, yeah. go download the Hootley is there app. Re- no, that's like Hoot, Hoot Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. But Hootley sounds like an app. We need to make an app for Hootley. It's just the Hootley app. It's just the all Ho- of his fights. I mean, it's just him. It's, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Let's like, do it. I'm Hootley. I'm Hootley. <laughs> he fights Dan Walters, which I am hyped about. You know how? Do you know how Hootley got his nickname? I have no idea. He he frequented Hooters a lot. Is that and they just is started that calling real? Him Hoot. Are you just making this? I just up? made that up. Well, I like it. Put That's it a, in the app. It's factual so now. We said has, it. So for his walkout, he has to wear a Hooters a shirt, <laughs> like a tight Hooters shirt with orange. Oh man, no. nobody wants this. Nobody Dude, wants this. Wasn't there? Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I have ADD today. Wasn't there like a male ring guy? Yeah. And when he was a fighter, too. Yeah, I think he just passed away. It's super sad. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Elias Theodoro. Dude, how do you pull that stuff up? Like, I just know these things. You're crazy. I've been in this sport for a while, man. You know what I mean? But I had to bring you back. You did you bring was, me back. You went bye bye. Dormant. I went dormant. On. You went bye bye. And then you came back on the scene, and now you're Hootley in it. Now I'm Hootley in it. I thought you were going to go with Dennis Hallman. Remember when he wore that, oh, that super tiny spandex dude, in the UFC? Dude, that was the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and Dana White, like, literally. Didn't Hallman have, like, like back hair shaved or something? That other? was Brian Ebersol. He had, like, an arrow shaved into his chest. Yeah. I but think he Holman, fought Hallman. Maybe that's who Holman fought him. He did in that something fight. before that, too, though. Probably. Like something. He was, he's a little nuts. I'm pretty sure that Dana White was like, we're never having him fight ever again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he yeah. Won. Yeah, he did. He hated it. He hated everything about it, even though I think it's kind of hilarious. It's funny. I mean, the arrow. How do you think Serb would like it if Hootley <laughs> did show up? And- Dude, remember when <laughs> Serb like assaulted Taylor Cahill? <laughs> Were you there? Were you around yet? I didn't see yet? it. I've heard about it, but uh, I didn't see it. He like, it was like forty-five seconds into a post-fight interview <laughs> during COVID, and and he just like yanks, get out of here. Like, <laughs> that's um, beautiful. That's beautiful. But that's right. a fun segue. Sorry, Taylor I Cahill. Got, I got does mentor Hoot Lee. So there you yeah. go. Perfect. Perfect segue. Hoot Lee is. I'm excited for him. I hear great things about him. Yeah. And when you're training with. The shop dogs and you're chaining with Indio, like good things are going to come. High expectations. Of that. Dan Walters though is the one who has a fight of experience back at Brawl in the Bird Twelve and completely annihilated his opponent in that fight. First, that was Jordan first Snow, was yep. that not? Just absolutely swarmed aggressive dudes. Jordan Snow, shout out to that dude's chin because if you go rewatch that fight, he hung in there. For he a like long doesn't time. even get wobbled. Yeah, like he's just eating them, and eventually Chip's like, "Bro, we got, <laughs> we got to stop this." <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, but Jordan Snow was like, "Fine." It, it didn't even seem like he got his bell rung, but he was just getting teed off on. It was crazy. So what what, what are we expecting here with him and Hoot? I think Hoot's gonna want to get him to the ground. I think this is wrestling versus striking. But I've heard good things about Walter's ground game as well. Trains at High Ground Jiu Jitsu in Greensburg. Very good gym there. Very good coaches. So. 
We didn't get to see it in his debut, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a ground game. Does he so have I'm, a wrestling background? I don't any? think. So, I don't think. So probably not no, not a great sprawl. Probably not on But he's probably going to be level. on his back. He's going to be dangerous. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then on the feet, you know, who knows? So that's... I'm amazed by, like, as, as someone who, like, brought his kids up through wrestling and just sprawling and sprawling. Like, I mean, I guess I'm just so used to it, but I'll, I'm so amazed at guys that, like whose hips are not like positioned well to be out of the way of a wrestler. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I see that all the time. And like, even some guys that are like really good grapplers, like don't sprawl. Like, yeah, you got to grapple, grapple heavy opponent that, you know, he's going to be shooting on you. Like gotta be ready. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy to see. Um, who else we got? Oh, I like this fight. This is a good one. And, and, we forgot it the last time we talked. Oh, yeah, did we? Q. Napier. Kayvon Napier. And Derek Brown, a.k.a. Zeus, a.k.a. Odin, a.k.a. Destroyer World. That's nothing Kratos. but a fun fight. Dude, like, it's the that best. That is a fun, fun yeah. fight. And here, here's what I'm going to... I'll get out ahead of the narrative. Owen 3 versus Owen 1. Oh, well, like these are a bunch of scrubs fighting each other. No, no. Like, A, go watch their fights. I've never seen fighters in better spirits after a loss. They both fought at Brandenburg 12, and Derek Brown fought James Lido, who I think is going to be a problem in MMA. If, if James Lido sticks to MMA, he's I mean, he's good. He's going to be very good. I don't know what James Lido, Lido, Lido? I think it's Lido. I don't know what he looks like on the wrestling mat, like if he looks like he's having the greatest time of his life <laughs> but he did in the cage but in the it literally looks like this is what i want to be doing yeah so maybe he's just wrestling to get to mma like maybe like i don't know but ultimately he looks like he's having the greatest time he's ever yeah. had in his life when he's in the cage he really does i mean he th and that's exactly my point here is like Lido. It wasn't a close fight. Like, let's just be honest. Lido's wrestling was entirely overwhelming for Derek Brown. So were Brown. you making fun of Derek Brown? I, yes. To set the record straight, I was completely clowning on Derek Brown. Busted. <laughs> I almost forgot that happened. That's so stupid. Oh, yeah, stupid. that happened. That that's happened. so stupid. So uh, just anyone that's watching, we, we, we were just showing how much fun Lado was having. And now it was not a close fight. Like, that's not what we were doing. But um, we posted a post after that fight of Lado, Lido, sorry, Lido smiling during the fight. And we were just like, you know, he's having such like he. Is he? Do you think he's having fun here or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And we just got like some fun backlash. We got the minions sicked on us. Sick them. Sick, sick them. It lasted about ten minutes. <laughs> the hate. The the vitriol. Did Here's I say that right. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Applause. <laughs> um, yeah. That, hey! <laughs> there we go. So the the thing about that is like Derek Brown was literally in our DMs like. Please keep that video up. I think it's really fun. And Derek Brown's mom was messaging us like, thank you so much for giving my son the opportunity. We love working with you guys. But no, some third party that wasn't at the fight and didn't actually see the whole fight knows Wants better. Wants to start yeah. drama yeah, and better. be a hater. Hey, listen, haters are the biggest fans. They follow you. They don't, they don't like, they do it in incognito. Sure. 
but they follow you. They know exactly what's going on. They uh, like they're the biggest fans we have. It's kind of awesome. It's kind of awesome. So to have Derek Brown back is great for that because like that's easy for him to take a fight like that and be like, well, I'm never going back there. Never fighting for them again. That was terrible. But mm-hmm. he was in awesome spirits and immediately wanted to run it back against another fighter who took a tough loss on that card. Very close fight against Trevor Ward. That's a good matchup. Like that, I like matchups where you can take guys off a fight card who both lost and then match them against each other. You see the UFC do it all the sure, time. And it that, just makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it puts them at, uh, you know, two people that are at the same spot in their like journey and puts them together, not like two wins versus two losses in a row. Like, right. There's certain circumstances where that may make sense, but most of the time you want to get guys that are in like similar spots. Exactly. And transition into guys with way more experience in a much different place. We didn't talk about the advanced amateur fight on this card. Oh my goodness. Bro. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> A.W. versus Miguel. I like... First off, his nickname should be A.W. Here's petition Austin Martinez. Austin A.W. Martinez. Because spelling your name A.W.S.T.I.N. is cool. Savage. You don't see it. I love it. Complete savage. I love it. He is 5-6, and six, I believe. Coming off a tough decision loss to Edwin Vera. And we all know what Edwin is. We all know what Edwin does. No shame at all in losing to Edwin Vera. But like we were just saying, he said... I want to come back, fight for you guys. He's from he, Michigan. He brings it. He's a he's a scrappy, tough, bad dude, yep. and he likes to fight. And he likes to fight fighters who want to fight. And guess what? Miguel wants to fight. Miguel definitely wants to fight. And he's going to bring the fight to him. Those two dudes are going to stand in the center of the cage and bang it out. It's not going to be like this touch and go. Like these two guys are going to bring fight. Like, yeah. it's going to be fun. It, it really is. I've seen Miguel fight live once um, for Made Men, and I remember texting you guys right away, like, dude, we got to get Miguel fight somehow. He looks so good, dude. That dude is so skilled for an amateur, and that's also what I've heard from training partners is, like, striking, grappling. He's just super dangerous. He's one of those fighters. Danny, who did who did Miguel fight for Made Men? Can you check that out for us, bud? Um, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just was curious who, who, if it was a name we're familiar with or not. I mean, he fought, and if it was in Made Men, it was probably less than an hour from here in West Virginia. No, it was in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It was at the Rivers. So it was in Pittsburgh. So um, it may be a name we're somewhat familiar with. We'll have to pull up that topology. But I think he submitted him, if I recall. Dropped him and then submitted him. Gotcha. Colin Flaherty. Okay. I know the name ish. Flaherty. Hmm. Do we know anything about him? Is he has he fought since? Colin. That's the only fight he's had against Miguel. Okay, so he was he That's was, a tough out. Wow. That's a tough Miguel out. Miguel was Colin. one and two against a debut. Interesting. Yeah. But that's the thing with Miguel, I think, is like his two and two record doesn't reflect his skills. Okay. And this is, you know, just what people have told me and again, like what I saw in that fight. Obviously, it diminishes oh. it a little that it was against a debut, but See, he his, still just looked crispy. His fights have been so spread out. Like, he's mm-hmm. a training warrior. Like, the guys in the gym, whichever gym, I know he, he, he serves in the military, too. And, like, I think so, right? Mm-hmm. Like he had a military yeah. obligation. And so he's a very busy kid and, and has a, you know, I know he was a, bo- he was trained boxing a lot. And I think he started out in 10th Planet. Yeah. 
And so he has a lot of training. He's just very high-skilled. And so fighting a guy with 11 fights yeah. is a step up. That's like a huge moment his, for him. Yeah. His last fight was against a debut. Yep. Now exactly. he's fighting a guy who's fought like 10 billion times. <laughs> yeah. And has been posting training updates like crazy. I don't know if you've seen Austin Martinez's Facebook, but that dude's putting in work. He looks really good physically. He's super fired up mentally. You know, he's very excited about this fight. He's been messaging me just personally, like hyped about the fight. I love that, by the yeah. way. Like, yeah, if you're awesome. a fighter and you and you're showing us how excited you are, like we, we get, get excited. we get yeah. fired up for your fight. Like, and so don't ever hesitate to annoy us with like your excitement and yeah. shooting us messages and 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 listen, fighters, like tag us in mm-hmm. your stuff. Tag us in your post. Like we love seeing fighters posting and 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 promoting their own fights. Listen, guys, this is regional MMA. This isn't the UFC. There aren't like a million people that just want to go see <laughs> yeah, the fights right. just because just because. Like we're relying on the local guys to bring fans, yep. sell tickets, get people excited, get people fired up. So the more you're doing that, the more we we're loving it. Like yep. help us make this sport big and and there's no better way of doing that than to building your own brand facts big facts so on the fight card i think we touched on all of them you can double check I'm pulling you or up. danny palm can double check but at 247fighting.com i wrote a blog post about the amateur fights wrote a blog post about the pro fights wrote a blog post specifically about comma versus roller so 247fighting.com, click the little news tab, and then you can get a breakdown of everything that we just talked about here. And also, we'll chop up this podcast into little segments about each fight for you guys. Saturday, Ryan. We, Saturday. We, I think we talked about every fight that's like official. Announced. There's, there's one or two more coming, though. Yeah. And the, well, there's one that's... One definitely, yeah. and one and one probably. <laughs> yeah. So that's as of Tuesday. That's the fight week joys. You know, we're still hammering things out because things can't ever be easy. That's would... always fluid. Yeah. Why? Although I, I feel like the Brawlenberg 12 show was like set it in was. stone and like. I think we no. lost one fight. Yeah. The week of. Yeah. Who was that? Danny Maldonado and Nolan Stahl. Oh, yeah. That, that was the first fight we signed, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that fight was booked for so long. Yeah. Something like April, I feel like. So, just as an FYI, the, 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 the commission did not, like, commission didn't allow that fight because of some medical stuff. So, yeah. we can't get into any of that. But obviously, like, uh, never like to have that stuff happen. Fight week. Here's the thing. I, like, I've been, we've, we're recording this podcast. I've been looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. It's because we're having fighters fight week f- turning in paperwork. Paperwork. Yeah. And listen, they're getting paperwork done. That's great. great. But you, it, we like it when guys have their paperwork done a week, two weeks in advance, because then we know your fight is good to go. Right. We know your opponent is good to go. We know you're good to go. Like, why does everyone feel they have to wait till fight week to do any of the paperwork is beyond me. So if you do things early, that makes us love you. It helps. It's definitely helpful. And it's just no stress. Like during fight week, you got to weigh in on Friday. You're cutting weight. Why, why do you want to go get a physical right now? Yeah, like that's the worst time. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. So yeah. Do your paperwork early kids. That's a PSA paperwork early 
Such a stud. This card is a stud, bro. Dude, this card's exciting, guys. If if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I'm gonna I'm gonna look right into the camera. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a lecture. If you haven't got your tickets yet, one, jump on that. But two, like this is not a card that you're like, oh, like that that's one I'm gonna skip. You're gonna regret it. Comma worthy Josh Roller. It might be the best lightweight fight, pro fight in Pittsburgh. I don't know, in a long time, um, maybe ever, like Roller, like Cleveland, Pittsburgh. These are both guys that have the top, they're at the top of the food chain. They're like as good as it gets. Josh Roller is a known complete animal. He's a stud wrestler that's transitioned to MMA and he is now at the top and he's ready to move on. Listen, he just beat a former UFC fighter. He beats two former UFC fighters in a row. He goes on to uh, he's he's on he's invited to the next level. Mm-hmm. Period. You got another guy in Kama who has been to the biggest stage. He's a huge attraction. He's a huge fighter. He's coming off a loss and he's not happy about that. Mm-hmm. He wants to take that frustration out on Josh Roller. He wants to show everyone, hey, I haven't lost the the skill. I haven't lost anything. I'm ready to really explode and go back to a bigger, a bigger stage. And he's ready to do that. He is, these two, these are two guys that are going to live up to everything we say. Like it's going to be an awesome environment. It's going to be an awesome fight. You don't want to miss it. You should be there at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows in Washington, PA, Saturday. Doors open at 6. You should definitely be there. But if you can't be there for whatever reason... You should be there. You should. I, mean, I agree. If you live Nothing in replaces North that. America... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you live it's in North America, you, you need to be there. Facts. Okay, but... But if you don't, if you're in Russia and you want to watch the fights, you still can at stream247live.com. Is that 247 Live's website? That is it. 247's live, 247's live website. Stream247live.com. That's it. 247 Live. Can you even imagine that that exists? It exists. It's pretty good timing by Danny Palm there. I know. Danny's he's all proud of himself. Look at him smiling ear to ear. Oh, yeah. Cheeser. Good job, Danny. Yeah, cheesing boy. <laughs> he's on it today, folks. Oh, yeah. Must be slamming that Celsius. Mm-hmm. Is that like seltzery water, or is that like like it tastes, tastes like, like a, a bag? Yeah, it tastes like an energy drink. Interesting. It's a little less uh, intense flavor, I would say, than Bang. It's so like it's a, water. No. no, 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 no. It's kiwi guava, bro. What's it say? Let me see. Let me see here. No high fructose corn syrup. No aspartame. Zero sugars. No preservatives. Oh boy. Carbonated filtered water, citric acid flavor. All right, you lost my interest. Along with everyone else's, just so you know. Except for Celsius's. Yeah, well, but they may start paying us, bro. They need to start paying for that. That's (laughs) not free. Yeah, pay us, boy. All right, so listen, and when it all comes down to it, this is a card you don't want to miss. Get your tickets. You can get them directly from the fighters. Mo- quite a few of them have tickets on hand. If you don't get them from the fighters, you can go to 247fighting.com. You can go to the widget. Yeah. 
pick a seat. Grab that seat. Grab that seat. Check out and get your and, and we'll have those for you at will call. Huge. 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 Stream 247live.com for the pay-per-view. If you're out of town, you can still support a fighter too. When you buy the pay-per-view, you can enter their name at checkout and they get a percentage of that sale. So you can still support them even without buying tickets. That that sounds awesome. Boom. We're pretty awesome. You should come see us Saturday at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Stream 247live.com. 247fighting.com for tickets. It's going to be awesome. It is. It truly is. Look forward to seeing you. If you see us, either one of us there, say say hi. hi. I love that. Shake our hands. We want to know you. Let us know you listen to the podcast. Um, Yeah, we love hearing that. It's really cool. Yeah, I love it. Say hi. See you there. Peace. See you there. Peace. See you there. Peace. See you there. (laughs) Peace. See you there. (laughs) Nice.